You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, everyone. Thanks for bringing us into your home, car, or wherever you may be. This is Stephanie, and I'm joined by Nick, and this is episode 460. 460. That's that's crazy. Before we begin, listeners, I do want you to check out WaltExpress.com. You can become a Disney expert yourself, sign up for more deals, tips, and info on all things Disney. And they, Steph, listeners, I haven't pulled up right now. We have an article written by Vanda Bean. It's called Hollywood Studios Star Wars Galaxy Edge Guide. That is opening up on the 28th of August, so before you head out there, or if you want some info, go ahead and check that one out. We also have Crystal, pros and cons of kids missing school for a Disney vacation. Now, as a teacher, I don't care if a student misses a trip or misses days for a trip to Disney. Do you? No. No, I actually don't. I mean, sometimes if it happens like right after a break, you're like, well, why didn't you do that on spring break? Like the very next week you needed to miss. Um, but with a nice heads up, it's we can get their work for them and we can give them a packet of work and they can get it fixed and, you know, finished. So, eh, I guess not. Yeah, I really don't care, to be honest with you. Like, if you're going to Disney, good on you. Just bring something back for your teacher. Right. Take care of us. So you want to go ahead and... Do you want to begin, or do you want me? I got some news here. I got some... Uh, well, sure. I, got, I got plenty of stuff, but uh, a little bit more than last week, but it's kind of just random I know. Stuff. I felt that, too. I really did. It was off and on with what I got. And listeners, if you've already noticed so far, you know, the sound quality may be different. We're running off of a different mic. Our soundboard like blew up on us it it's crazy it just stopped work it stopped working so we are utilizing a portable mic and it is a single mic so we're trying not to crash heads while we talk so it's like all right nick you go in for the mic i'll go in so one of these times you're probably going to hear us laugh and that's because we bonked heads right and you know at least we won't be talking over each other or i won't be talking over you Right. That's the common uh, comments that we always see over the threads. Uh, you know, Nick talks over you all the time. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Oh, please. So, so yeah, yeah, go ahead. There goes, there goes. I know. There we go. See, it's, we just is, did it. It's throwing off. Our, it's throwing us, throwing us off. I'll, I'll go ahead and start off. So, you know, at the resorts, I don't know if you're into this type of stuff, Stephanie. You might be, but a lot of people are are really into the H2O line, like shampoo, what would you call the shampoo conditioners? What's that called? Like the body soap stuff. Right. It's it, That's what it is. The body care stuff. Okay. So there's a new H2O collection coming to D23 Expo in celebration of the 30th anniversary of The Little Mermaid. And basically what I'm seeing here, peeps, is basically the same content, same bottles, same product, but just with a drawing of Ariel on the front? I mean, that, that's what I'm seeing. That's all That's all it looks like to me. It's just the special bottle. So here's what it says in the article. Fans of H2O body products who are attending the D23 Expo later this week, actually it's this weekend, will find a brand new The Little Mermaid three-step hydration system from H2O Plus, which celebrates the film's 30th anniversary. They want you to go ahead and stop by the H2O Plus booth on Mickey Avenue. 
And with your purchase of 60 or more dollars, you will receive a D23 Expo exclusive makeup bag with personalized engraving for free. Now, being a lady, you know, guys probably can care less about this. I think it is cool, though, by the way. What are your thoughts? I'm actually kind of with you. It's more of I could care less. I'm not at Disney for the souvenirs um, or for the swag. I'm all about shopping on Amazon. I don't stop in the stores. We walk straight past them. So for me, it's really not that big of a deal. I'm going to throw that container away whenever I'm done with it. So can, why do I need it? Can you can you describe the container to, to our audience? It is a lovely bottle with Ariel on it. That's it. I mean, and, and her is, seashells. It. It's it's the scene where she's up on the rocks she's and the water. Her, yeah, yeah. The water's crashing up against the rocks and her the hair's wave. blowing. Yes, in the wind. Yeah, that's so, it though. Like I, I I look at this and I and I think so we clean ourselves so we're not dirty and stinky, right? Oh yes, we should do that. Ariel is on this and she's a fish, so she might smell a little fishy. <laughs> See where I'm going? <laughs> she might have to clean herself. Um, you're, well, before I get think your you're, head, you're fishing. I am. Ah, <laughs> you could be a skipper on Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I sure could. Um, all right. So my favorite story this week is how Disneyland honored a free ticket that a woman won in 1985. So yes, I heard about this like 30 years ago or something like that. Yes, 34 years ago, this woman, uh, Tamaya. Richardson was 14 years old and she won this ticket. It was a free ticket. So for the 30th anniversary of the theme park, Disneyland was running this promotional gimmick and it was giving away um, every 30th visitor got something and then every multiplier of 30 thereafter. So she won the least expensive thing, which was a ticket to the park, which remember at that day and age it really wasn't that expensive so she won this free ticket fast forward 34 years she's a teacher and she decided you know what i'm gonna try to use this ticket and they honored it and she said i was a little nervous because it was an old ticket um and i but i just walked through and crossed my fingers and they went ahead they accepted the ticket and they exchanged it for a new daily pass with access to both Disneyland and its sister park, California Adventure Park. So I thought that was pretty awesome of Disney. Disney does do customer service right all the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. Uh, okay. Most of the time. You're right. I, I feel I, like I feel like just I feel like customer service now has become throw fast passes at customers to make them happy. That's true. But I it still does. It, that makes me happy throw a fast pass at me and I will be happy about that too. So maybe I'm just too easy to please with some of that. Um, but I was just, I don't know if I would have brought that ticket and tried to even use it. So that kind of shocked me that she was like, huh, I wonder if they'll still accept this. Like, and they did. So she was in what? She was in her thirties. Did she get this when she was like nine? You said she got it when she was 14, 14. and this was 34 so, years later. Okay. So she's in her fifties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's time to cash that one in. I know. And now, instead of being like, what was it in 1985? I forgot how cheap it was for a ticket. But now here we are. And it's $125 a ticket at least. And she's she just got it. So my wife and I were, you know, strolling into work this morning. We had the radio going on. And, then, and the DJ was talking about this news story. And he had a story himself. He said, dude, 
just last year I did the same thing, right? He cashed. He said it was a 30-year-old ticket, cashed it really? in. He's like, I'm not on the news. So it was real funny that he was bringing that up, you know? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I wonder how some of these people make it to the news. So on Monday, Stephanie, I was telling our listeners about the new snack offerings, especially specifically one specific snack offering at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party for 2019. And I'm really pumped up for this one because I am going to enjoy one or two or possibly three of these, but we have the concept. I think so. You're going to overindulge. This thing is awesome. Okay. I can't wait to hear it. The Constance's or the Constance for better or worse wedding cake. All right. You can see it. Here's the picture. It's about the size of a cupcake. It's in the shape of a wedding cake with what on top? It it looks kind of small. I, I don't know. What is that? It's an axe, An girl. axe. I see it now. Okay. So, you know, Constance chopped off Master Gracie's head. No. I in the Haunted Mansion. Remember, I haven't been in the Haunted Mansion yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. that one. Yeah, I haven't been there yet. I have no idea. All right. So, this is a citrus-scented cake with raspberry Bavarian cream topped with chocolate. What is that? That's a fancy word. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to... Ch- chocolate. Yeah, Chocolate. It also is here. It's covered in buttercream pearls to signify the strand of pearls that Constance, the bride from the Haunted Mansion, received every time she took a new husband. Anyway, really cool. Yeah, you got to check that one out. There's a whole bunch of others. I won't go. I love wedding cake, so that would that would get me right there. Did you do you still have frozen wedding cake in the freezer? No. Did you freeze some of yours? We did, and we ate it the one-year okay. anniversary that you're okay. supposed to do. Oh, is it just one year you're supposed to do that on? Yeah. Oh, okay. You've been taking it out every Well, I snacked on it beforehand. I didn't realize I was supposed to eat that on my one-year anniversary. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Did How you? How funny would that be? Are there any husbands out there that pulled the cake out of the, the freezer, not thinking, and just like snacked? If you have, 407-674-0414. Hopefully, there's someone out there that's that has, or a wife out there, or maybe if... I don't know, divorced wife or, or husband that, that that happened to. They got divorced because of that, maybe? I don't, I don't know. No way. I will tell you that we we took ours out, the whole top of it. I think I maybe got to eat one small piece, and then it was gone. It was fair game. Keith was like, that's mine. And I went to look at it again. I'm like, where did that wedding cake go? He's like, oh, I finished it. Do you think? Do you think every time I talk and, and you, you talk and I, and I talk that the voice levels are going up and down like crazy right now? And it's like annoying the listeners. I I hope not. I'm I hope sorry not, if it is. We really do apologize. Man, we're working like seriously. This is like as primitive as you can get, Stephanie. And yeah. watch or watch people will get we'll get uh, text messages that, "Oh my gosh, the vocals were amazing." <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not doing this again. It's kind of a workout. We're like dodging it's, it's weird. In, in and out. It, it yeah. is. It's like synchronized swimming. <laughs> it kind of is. All right, so we have a new Midday Magic ticket that's now available for Walt Disney World theme parks. And with this Midday Magic, you can come after 12 p.m. at the four theme parks, and it is only $160.88 for a two-day ticket. You can get that into a Park Hopper Midday Magic ticket for $230.88. Again, that's for the two-day Park Hopper Midday Magic ticket. Um, and the Park Hopper Plus option is $250.88 for that two-day ticket. And with this, I guess it's for people who really aren't planning on getting there early. Those people who like to sleep in. Go ahead, sleep in, pay a little bit less, get there after 12. That's I me, would. Dude. That's you? It's totally me. That is not me. I am, when is it open? I'm going to be there the hour before that. 
every because when you're with family. Yeah, yeah. When you're with family, you, you're probably right. That's. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you're by yourself, though, you sleep be, in. You're gonna be staying out. You stay at the pool. You. That's true. All right. Let's talk. Let's stick with Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween here. I'm gonna swing this mic over. Hopefully, you can't hear that, listeners. But let's let's talk about some of the offerings here. Okay. I have the, the current map. You can see it here. Current map. Okay. And um, let me move this up a little bit. All right. So here's what's going on. And for our listeners that have been to a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, this probably isn't too new to you, but I figured that we'd go over some of the events. I love that because I have never been to one. I actually, I've been reading all about the Not So Scary Halloween party and thinking, why are they advertising for it so heavily right now? But I didn't realize it starts. Yes. August. Look what I have out already. He's got his pumpkin. He's got his pumpkin out already. Mickey ears. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it starts in August. I thought it started in October. So silly me for thinking that. I'm learning as we go, and I'm learning quite a lot quite quickly. <laughs> but tell us more about what there is to do at this party. It seems amazing. All right, so on, we'll start up Main Street USA. It seems like a good place to start, right? I mean, when you right. enter Main Street USA, they got the fog machines rolling. It's even better when it's cloudy outside, maybe a little mist or rain. Ooh, I think spooky. Disney, yes, I think Disney controls the weather because I think the last three not-so-scary Halloween party events I've been to, it has been misty or rainy and, like, just eerie looking outside for as far as the weather goes. Ooh, you lucked I, out. I think Disney has a little control with weather manipulation. They own everything. So they really uh, of course they probably own the weather. The weather. <laughs> the control mm-hmm. of the weather. They have some sort of control. Alright. Main Street. Alright, Market Street. Uh, they have the welcome trick or treating that opens uh, that goes on until eight o'clock. Let's see here. It opens at eight o'clock. Oh, it open it opens no open until eight eight p.m. Oh, opens until sorry. Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. If you play that game, which I don't, but I collect the cards. They always have a special card, by the way. Okay. And I wish I had a picture of the current card. I'll look it up for you later on when Stephanie starts talking about you know whatever article you have coming up next. I'll, I'll go ahead and look that one up for you, everybody. But um, so you, you you have the the welcoming party. You still have the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, go ahead and look that up, Steph. I'm That'd be it up awesome. Right now. Yeah, let's see what the Halloween card is for 2019. Outstanding. Keep going. Anyway, um, let's see here. Um, Casey's Corner. Uh, what do they have there? Uh, they got nothing. Uh, they got something. Come on now. They don't have anything there. Okay. All right. Never mind. Um, I'm going to stroll along. Sorry Come about on, that. Casey's Corner. Sorry about that. Uh, here, here you go. Here are some trick-or-treating stations. We all know that they have the stanchions that are located all over Walt Disney World. Um, they're usually like orange or yellowish, you know, color. If you, if you don't know what they look like, it's just like a... I'm trying to... It's just like a running stanchion or something. You know, if you ever run, ran in a run Disney event or you've seen like a, one of those wacky inflatable flaring arm two-man people outside a car dealership. Okay. You know, it's moving around. Yeah, the, the ones that blow up. Yeah, except for this one is not moving around. It's just, you know, it's, it's not even a person. It's just like a stanchion, right? Like a big cylinder. Anyway, let's see here. They have Jungle, out by Jungle Cruise, uh, Tartuga Tavern. Let's see here. They're going to have trick-or-treating at both those locations. Over there, Frontierland by Splash Mountain, Miner's Cove, and Country Bear Jamboree. Over in Liberty Square... For the trick-or-treating the stanchions are going to be right there at the diamond horseshoe so you can go over there as well is that it is that it that can't be it already where's my dude 
Where's my Tomorrowland half? Ah, oh, only half this map printed out. Gotta love it. Only half the map. Oh, whoopsie. What'd you find out? Um, I, is this it right here? I um, don't know. Evil Disney villains? So that, so... Are those the hitchhiking ghosts? Yeah, that's the hitchhiking ghosts. Is that this year? I don't know. I don't know if that's this year or not. Type in... I tried 2019. Type in, yeah, type in... Two, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party 2019. Let's see what pops up there. Oh, you're a rookie. You're actually typing out Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween. What was I supposed to do? Oh, it's... It's, uh, what is it? It's M.M. What is it? Mickey's Not-So-Scary, so M.N.S., whatever. Oh, yep. HP. Total, total yeah. rookie mistake there. But I still get the information. <laughs> it just takes me longer. Typically, you know, we, we type it out as M-N-S-S-H-P. This is it. Here okay. What is... Okay, it's the fan... Donald and Daisy. We've got Mickey, Minnie, and we've got Goofy. And they are all dressed up, and they are holding... A pumpkin. There's fireworks going off in the background. Is that the haunted mansion behind them? No, that would be Cinderella's castle. Oh, it looks it looks a little bit spooky. <laughs> it's a spooky Cinderella's. In her castle. defense, it does look spooky, people. <laughs> I know what Cinderella's castle looks like, but this looks scary. There's a full moon behind them. So, yeah, it's a something spell. I can't even read that machine spell. Where does it say that? What's up? It's Machine. Oh yeah, it's just a it's just a spell card. Okay, spell yeah. card. Gotcha. All right. What else you got? All right. Going off. Um, I had some stuff about Mickey's not so scary Halloween party as well. Um, as I said, I didn't realize that it started. The dates started. It says August sixteenth. 20th, 23rd, 27th, 30th. I also didn't realize that it's cheaper for you to go in August than it would be for October. So the price goes up. Um, all of those August dates and most of the September dates, uh, the advanced sale is only $79 for an adult, $74 for a kid. Um, and then it goes up when you've got Halloween, it's $135 for an adult, $130 for a child. So it starts at... Begins at 4 p.m. for party guests, and then it officially begins at 7 p.m. So my question to you is, do they kick the rest of the people out of the park at 7 p.m.? Oh, yeah. They start filtering them all out. See, I'm going on the 15th. Yeah, it was 105. So I'm going on the 15th. Okay. Yeah, so that's spot on. And I purchased those tickets, geez, back in January. So, I don't know. I just, I didn't realize it started in August, yeah. first of all, and that you could get such, like, you get a lot better of a deal, I guess, maybe because it's not as popular, because it's so early, people well, aren't not, in the It's not as populated, yet. yeah, so, like, there less less people are going in August, it's usually going to be, like, your locals and stuff like that, um, but they've offered more parties, year, like, last year, so, like, this year, they have more parties than they had last year. Yeah. Last year, they had more parties than they had the year before. It's getting more and more popular. It's just fun. I prefer Mickey's Not So Scary over Mickey's Very Merry Christmas. The ticket seems worth it. Even though it says it starts at 7, you can get in with the ticket at 4 o'clock. So you don't even have to get a park ticket for the day. You could just make that your late day or your, your travel day and get there at 4 o'clock just by this ticket and go in. So seems pretty exciting. Did you see this? What is that one? The Halloween party pass. The party pass? I might have that one. 
I bet you do. You probably do. Yeah, yep. there it is. Go ahead and talk about the party pass. So I mentioned it on the 401 DJ headliner on Monday. So the party pass is $299 plus tax, and that's for guests 10 and up, to $89 plus tax for guests that are age 3 through 9. And um, it isn't, doesn't it allow you to get into all of the parties? All of them, but Halloween. Which is a great deal. How a much, great deal. How much was it? Oh, $299. $299. Yeah. So if you were going to go for three days, you might as well get the pass. And you could just go, I mean, go ahead and plan a whole bunch more. If I lived there, I would. Oh, 100%. And it says that you could also get annual pass holders discounts. Oh, they're not available for the tickets. But it seems like a good deal anyways if you are going to go. So. Did you hear about this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take us over to... Oh, geez. Where am I going? I am going over to Fort Wilderness. Oh, can I also say, oh, I, yeah. it hasn't sold out. Like, normally, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween is selling out. So, it hasn't sold out. Maybe there's more dates this year. I'm not sure why. Yeah, they have more. Sorry, I know I'm butting in on you. They have they have more dates. Okay. And when they offered less party times, they did sell out uh, rather quickly. But now that they have more dates, we're not seeing that as much until you get closer to Halloween. Okay. Well, this party pass would allow you to go to all of them except for Halloween. And I mean, like, I bought my tickets back in January, so it tells you when people are buying them, right? Right. Okay, right. what else do you have? Let's see here. I want to take you over to Fort Wilderness. I'm going to move the mic up here. All right. Hopefully you can hear me okay. I'm going to take you over to Fort Wilderness. And, you know, on Monday I talked about this lady that lives at Fort Wilderness. Have I ever told you the story, by the way? She lives there? I, so I've never told you the story? No, you haven't. Okay. There's a lady that lives at Fort Wilderness in, a, in an RV. Okay. So you know you can bring your camper and RV right. there. Uh, this is, you know that Keith and I have a camper and we <laughs> cannot wait to go to Fort Wilderness. So it's Can't my, wait. It's my future house. I'm going to buy it off you so I can live there. Right. All right. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a lady that lives there. She just keeps renewing her reservations every couple of weeks that's so expensive well i don't know is it i mean is yeah. it is it do, do you think yes we would have to do the math on that one maybe by the next episode i'll, I'll do some math i think it's still like a 100 bucks a night to to stay there like even bringing your rv you have to pay like a hundred dollars i think the cheapest it has ever that it can be is 79 um but that's like off season i gotta look at this man i gotta, I gotta check this out when you're uh talking about your next article um Anyway, she lives there. It is incredible. And I've heard. It's crazy. It's awesome. Oh, it's an amazing place. If yeah. you're in, if you're into the wild and being, I, like if you like to camp, like so, it's not really okay. So you can go there if you're a camper. You can also stay there if you're not a camper. Because they have cabins. If you want to stay in a cabin, right, or a mm -hmm. villa, whatever it is, they have it there for you. But what's unique about this, you don't feel like you're on Disney property. You feel, depending upon where you stay, you can be in the lodge, be the villa, you can be a tent, a camper. Like, it's, it's a totally different experience, I believe. So, to me, this resort can bring five or six different experiences over other resorts. Yeah, it. I mean, there's a lot to do too on site and on on the property. So talking about this, so I bring this up. Why? Because there's a new barn that is opening over at Fort Wilderness, and you know, I kind of chuckled because when we initially heard about this story, I kept thinking about was this going to be Al's toy barn from Toy Story? Oh, going like how cool would that be though? That would be neat. I bring Again, a little bit more Disney. Imagineer. 
Well, funny you say that because Khan Academy, you know Khan Academy, right? Okay. They've teamed up with Disney and now they have Disney Imagineering classes available. And you're signing up. Oh my gosh, I'm going to download every single one of them. (laughs) <laughs> let's check that out too, listeners. But let's get to the story. Walt Disney has just released details on a new barn that's being built for the horses at both the Pony Farm and Tri-Circle D Ranch at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Disney Imagineers have completely redesigned the Tri-Circle D Ranch, and when it opens in the spring of 2020, it will have new stables along with modernized outdoor spaces and facilities for the happiest horses on earth. You like that? Oh, Yeah. The new barn will retain the history of the original Tri-Circle D as it welcomes guests to travel through exhibits of classic Disney, oh my gosh, I'm going to jack, equestrian, thank you very much, artifacts dating back to the 1950s. See that word, equestrian, I, I, I know it, I will say it and I'll jack it up because I'm so afraid of messing it up. You're I'm, in I'm your one head. of those. You're in your own right. head. So I, I was reading about this too and it will be temporarily closed, is that correct? It's un- unavailable to guests. Yeah, it says right there. It's going to be unavailable to guests starting August 19th. And then when it opens spring of 2020, you'll be able to see the new and improved horse barn. Well, well yeah, stable, I guess, yeah, is what you want to call it. That's better. There but we th- go. These are the horses, you know, that uh, the Headless Horseman rides up on. These are the horses that trot around Cinderella, you know. And, they, and so they pull her carriage, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where they get to stay. And that's if you stay at Fort Wilderness, that's what you get to go and look at. I, I got to go check this one out. You do. We, I cannot wait. All right. So we've got a new bag check area at Disney's Hollywood Studios, which is wonderful and very needed with Star Wars Galaxy Edge coming. They don't need just one. They need like five or ten. They, I think they did. They totally improved the front entrance. Um, and one of the things, I'm not going to read the article, but one of the things they did was they made the the queue lines have like a, a, a rolling headliner, basically. So they can switch it from all guests to guests with no bags to guests with wheelchairs or strollers um, at the top. So if they notice that the, the stroller line is really, really long and the no bag line is really short, they can go ahead and open up another stroller line and close one of their no bag lines. So they can kind of make that flexible and that will help um, alleviate some of the lines because those lines back up and people don't want to do that. Note the self though. Just don't bring anything with you except for your wallet. True. Unless you're traveling with children, in which case you have to bring everything with you. (laughs) You do not want to get in those lines. I'm telling you with strollers and bags, they take forever. Even if they opened up five more, they're going to take forever. Well, it, I mean, they have pictures here. This is with with the pass holder previews of uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Look, look at the lines. So, They're not bad at all. Yeah, There's yeah. A and they people. also, well, you know what? Usually when Disney shows pictures, they show like this glorious, happy family, like it's the perfect family. Now they showed all these pictures of Star Wars Galaxy Edge when it opened up on May 30th out in Disney, Disneyland. And everybody made fun of the picture because it was like, yeah, that's without guests. Look, there's no one walking around. But that was actually kind of accurate when it finally opened up. So hopefully this is too. You know, hopefully this is too. 
Yes. Hopefully this will alleviate some of those lines because we know if you're getting in there to see Star Wars Galaxy Edge, you are going to want to do nothing but wait outside of the park. You went in there immediately. And if you stand behind me, you will always choose the wrong line. You will choose the line that something happens and now you're waiting another six minutes while you wait for somebody to go through every single item. Do you ever do that? Like I always choose the wrong line. You know how you get in line oh, and you look yes. at the people next yes. to you and you're like, all right, this is the shortest line. And then you watch the people in the long line next to you slowly getting in front and in front. And you're like, if I would have been in that line, I would already be in the park. Always go to the left. Okay. Unless where you're exited to go back into a line is on the left side. Go all the way to the right. So okay. wherever you're exited to go to the other carousel, whatever the, of lines, go to the opposite end. Good advice. We'll give it a try. Let's talk about Disney. I'm going to steal the mic from you here real quick. Disney becomes, and I mentioned this on Monday, first studio with five films grossing over $1 billion, okay, within a year. So each film going over $1 billion, Stephanie. Right. Disney's Pixar Toy Story 4 recently crossed the $1 billion mark, launching Disney into a realm that hasn't ever been touched by another major studio ever. Five films grossing more than one billion in one year. The deadline projects that Frozen 2 and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which are both due out later this year, <laughs> this is crazy, <laughs> that will bring a total number to a mind-blowing seven yeah. films. Like, that's nuts. And five was untouchable. Disney's on fire. The studio's other films to soar past one billion for Disney this year include Captain Marvel, Avengers, Endgame, The Lion King, and Aladdin. So, for the first time in years, Disney chose not to launch a Pixar film during Father's Day weekend. However, Toy Story 4 saw the best opening ever worldwide for an animated pick with $244.5 million. Toy Story 4 is currently the 8th highest animated movie, get this, of all time. So, I have a very similar article. And it is that The Lion King has become the 10th highest grossing movie of all time so it is right up there and it was only released a month ago so they are still projecting that it could get even higher so this is despite a mixed reputation of of uh, reception of critics the audiences they just keep flooding in it is the film currently stands at 1.351 billion dollars the 10th highest of all time knocking black panther down a place and putting it 54 million dollars behind the next ranked film which is the avengers age of ultron it says despite being released a month ago the film is still on wide release all over the world so there's plenty of scope for that total to increase in the next few weeks so that's and on this top 10 list just like to point out that six of them were productions ultimately operated by disney six of the ten isn't this nuts tell you you're right disney owns everything you know i almost i i can believe you when you say disney probably owns the weather they yep they own it all every single thing they can control it did you hear about the disney igloo coolers by the way i didn't you didn't okay So Igloo Coolers just announced just a few days ago in partnership with Disney. They have released four special edition coolers that celebrate Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Mickey and Minnie's 
ears, excuse me, Mickey and Minnie's special edition cooler. Oh, man, oh my gosh, I gotta look over this because I have. Well, right, I have. Well, I have the mic. It's like blocking my news, right? So like, I have this. Hard. I have this portable mic. We're sharing the mic. I I lay this down, and the mic itself is over my paper. I can't really get around to it the way the computers are set up. Anyway, the listeners don't care, but let me start this one over. So the Igloos Coolers announced today that in partnership with Disney, they have released four special edition coolers that celebrate Mickey, Mickey Mouse, and Minnie Mouse. Mickey and Minnie's ears feature... Let's see here. On two of the four Playmate coolers, one of the coolers is covered in Minnie's classic dots, and the last edition features Mickey's face and profile in multiple colors. The coolers come in both seven and four quart sizes. Feature They feature the classic Igloo Playmate swivel tent top, you know, the kind you can just swivel up and down like yeah. that, and are available for purchase on Igloo's website. I've seen pictures of all these. They do look really neat, by the way. At first, I was like, really? But they're cool. I mean, I would probably get one of those. I was thinking that was going to be something that was maybe available at like at Disney World in one of their souvenir shops, but it's on Igloo's web sh- website. Interesting. Um, so I meant to actually say this when you were talking about how you were going to have three or four of those wedding cake um, desserts. I had some news of a dessert as well. We have a cookie dough and everything sweet food truck that's going to be opening at Disney Springs. I told you most of the time I don't report on a lot of food, but if you haven't noticed, there seems to be a pattern with the food that I do report on, and it is those sweets. I have a sweet tooth. It's it's awful. Um, so Disney Springs is adding this oh, new those food are truck. Adorable. They aren't. I mean, they are cute and they sound really good. It's cookie dough. Who doesn't love cookie dough? And this is edible cookie dough. Um, so it's not going to give me worms or anything. No, you're not going to end up with salmonella or anything. We've got the spring candy taco, uh, the springs candy taco. Sorry, it's candy monster cookie dough, which is like a blue cookie dough with chocolate sauce, whipped cream, sprinkles. And a cherry that's served inside of a waffle that taco. That absolutely awesome. So good. And then we've got our Minnie Mouse taco, which is peanut butter fluff cookie dough with caramel sauce, whipped cream, and a cherry. And a chocolate mini bow served in a waffle taco. So that's that cute little one. Look at that little bow on it. Ten bucks, ten bucks, ten bucks. You think so? I was I trying to find oh, no. prices, and I'm like, I, I want you. this so I bad. I girl. This is... I would probably, I would love to go for one of these. A celebration parfait. It's a celebration cookie dough with the celebration Mickey cake and vanilla custard and strawberries and whipped cream and a cherry. So that's this parfait with ice cream, cookie dough, whipped cream, everything you want. Come and get a cake. Stomach ache right there. I know. Um, We've got a Mickey and Minnie funnel cake, which is topped with powdered sugar and Mickey or Minnie cookie uh, shaped cookie dough. And then the cookie dough cup or cone, which is probably after I see the prices, what I would end up settling on. Uh, Just a cup of the cookie dough. And the flavors include chocolate chip, peanut butter fluff, celebration, cookies and cream, candy monster, that's that blue one, or a cold brew. So I'm guessing that's some sort of Java flavored, coffee flavored cookie dough. Anyways, they look super cute and they sound really delicious. And that is something I would definitely want to try if I was at Disney Springs. All right, yeah, those look very rich. Yeah, but yet very good as well. And I bet you they're pricey. They uh, probably are, especially that parfait right there. And real Oreos, by the way. I'm seeing in the picture they use real Oreos. For the ears. 
but I would love to see if they're actually using real Oreos when you purchase them. Oh. You know how people always Oreo shake or Oreo concrete. And then they put that Oreo on top, the full one. And you look at it, it's not even a legit Oreo. It's, it's generic. Sort of yeah. It's a generic Oreo. All right, so this is my last news story. All right, good. That was mine last. Okay. Too. And this is pretty cool. And at first when I saw this, I thought this was, and I, and I told our listeners that were listening to our music on Monday, text me if this was something they would purchase. I had no idea because I did. I had limited information at first. I have, I have more information on this with the clothesline okay, for the Skyliners. See, I thought it was clothes that were going to be sold, but it's actually for the cast members. So it's not for cast Right. Okay. All right. So Walt Disney Imagineering, they produced a sneak peek, and I watched the video. It was really cool. Of the costumes that would be worn by the Disney Skyliner cast members. And it goes on to say that they're a great combination of mid-century styling with the curved lines and bright colors of the Skyliner cabins. So, And they are. So the cabins themselves, you know, are the buckets. Right. So they have these, like, lines that are curved all over the... Well, I wouldn't say all over the buckets. It's like one of their signature curves on the buckets, the Skyliner bucket. And they've implemented that, like, on the collar and everything. Okay. For the cast members, you know, for their for their clothes, right? So what they're wearing. I don't know. What would you call that? Not an outfit. Not a, a cast member uniform? I was going to say uniform. Okay. I was leaning in to say right. <laughs> So they have, what do you, they have those hideaway, like hideaway buttons, you know, like, so yeah. they have that uh, fold or flap or fold over that hides the buttons. They have that signature stripe on the sleeve. They have it here on the collar. It's really neat, by the way. Oh, you're going to type that in and look at them. I yeah, you need to. Please, yeah, take a peek at these. Keep going. Because I find they're really neat. And they, you know, but, so like the girls are wearing teal. And what was the, the boys were wearing Oh, geez, what was it? It was like a orangish yellow, which you almost feel like it would be the other way around. I don't know. Hmm. You see, you see like them? Yeah, so here they, are. here they are, yeah. They, they look a little old-fashioned. So they look like they're retro from like the 60s. They looked kind of like small world-ish to me. Okay. Like from small world, you know? I just think they look super old-fashioned. Yeah, they do. But also kind of star trek at the same time like they really do with the epaulets and the is that what that thing's called right on the shoulders and epaulet i think it is and then like the hideaway I'm buttons impressed, nick what how did you know that word <laughs> uh, military i think and, oh, okay. know, that warm. yeah so anywho um yeah 36 2903 by the way um anyway <laughs> yeah they do look old-fashioned they look small worldish to me they didn't. They didn't get larger, did it? Oh yeah, no, it over it's here. over here. I don't know. For some reason, he reminds me of like the Scarecrow or something. I don't know why, but it's like Dorothy and the Scarecrow. Maybe the colors. I think it's funny because they show them like walking like down a catwalk, you know, and they have like bags on. She like she has her purse, and like he's carrying something too. Like you know, like so it looks like like a movie. Like they're walking down with their stuff, right? Like, like with their accessories. Yeah. But they're not going to be having accessories. I don't know. Maybe that's a bo- water bottle. You just can't tell from that angle. Maybe, they, and that's like a walkie-talkie on their epaulet. They need to have fanny packs. That's what they need. Fanny packs? No, those are making a comeback. By they the way. are. I already have one. Yeah. Get, are you serious? I really do. You do not. I do. Oh, you and you and does Hensley have one? I don't know. Oh, all right. I just 
They are, with children, that is a handy thing to have. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. That's all I got for you. <laughs> all right. This is a shoulder up. Wow, man. With a portable mic, we're only hitting 40 minutes. If that. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's okay. I think we're hurrying up because we don't want to be in each other's personal space. Right, and I tell right. you what. What do you want to say? Back up. Back listeners, up. we are. Like, I, we're almost cheek to cheek, and it's making me super nervous. <laughs> Keith, I apologize, dude. Anyway. <laughs> It'll be different next week. I hope this is the yeah, quality. Yeah, I got okay. order. I got an order, order a soundboard on Amazon or something. Here we go. So, if you're interested, listeners, in being a guest on our show, have a question or comment, or simply want a free quote, don't be bashful. Get a little dopey with us and simply text us 407. 6740414. Email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. And as always, don't forget to check out our friends over at waltexpress.com. You can join their newsletter to become a Disney expert on deals, tips, and info on all things Disney. Check out our all new, well, 411 DJ Headliner on Monday as well. We're going to start your Monday, what is it, what I say, magical Monday morning for you just right. So, peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs>